Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fly the Coop. I am your host, Carrie Ann Carter. After 22 years in the real estate business, I've seen my fair share of people, stories, and experiences fly the coop in one way or another. This podcast is all about telling those stories. Let's jump into the coop. Welcome back, everybody, to Fly the Coop. We are so excited to introduce Megan McWhite Kellner, the owner of The Closing Phase, a brilliant business model that has expanded exponentially in the past year. Welcome, Megan. I'm so glad to have you here today. Excellent. Thank you so much for having me, Carrie Ann. We're just going to jump right in because you're in the middle of some pretty dynamic projects right now. And I want to share with everybody the complexity of what lifestyle moving is really about and this business model that you've created that's so unique. So let's jump on in. Share with us, please. Okay. Well, we are moving concierge. We basically get homes ready to list. So we do interior, exterior transformations. Um, We work with the homeowner and find out whatever need that they have. May it be decluttering, packing, getting ready to stage, Um, interior, exterior. We work with painters. We work with carpet installers, all different contractors to make sure that we get top dollar for every home that we transform. That's right. So I think the biggest and most critical component to you, Megan, in our world is let's talk about stuff management because it's a huge, huge issue out there for people when they're moving in transition, whatever that right size I call it might be. The stuff management and the packing and the purging is such a challenge for people. So let's talk a little bit about that because we're in the middle of a project right now. You're actually heading over there after we're done today. (laughs) Yes. Um, I think people don't realize how much stuff they really have. I mean, we just did a project where the gentleman lived there for 50 years. So you accumulate stuff. You know, when you look around, you don't see stuff. You start opening closets and you know, 14, 15 sets of China that you don't realize that you have and boxes in the basement. And just going through that can be emotional for every homeowner. It can be challenging to let things go and working through that process with them to find out not only where they're at in their life right now, but where they're going right? and what their next phase is and what they will need in that next phase and what and they don't need, it, more importantly. What they don't need, exactly. Yeah, right. And maybe giving it a new life, you know, mm-hmm. giving it a chance to go to another family or donate. There are lots of needs to donate out there right now. Um, and and just getting down there, getting right. to a place where you only need the things that you have. Right. I, it's that love it. It's that love it and use it versus not. Yes. And coming through the psychology, um, working through the psychology with the client, which you and I work with um, that piece of it myself up front, introducing the support system. So I'm yes. not doing the work, but I'm explaining how, because the number one concern is how am I going to do this? Oh, total 100%. overwhelm, total overwhelm, 40%. Megan, and I know you know this, 40% of our market, everyone is empty nesting and they've been in their home for 20 plus years. It's a really big challenge. I mean, there's a huge difference between being 20 or 30 or even 40 years old in your life and moving into the 50 plus range and really trying to 
do that next, you know, open that next door, that next passage of life of, of being able to have an experiential life and not being weighted by your personal belongings, right? Collectively raising families, all those things. So you and I equally have really had to partner to work yeah. with psychology. It's complicated. So let's use our current project that we're trying to launch next Tuesday as an example, because they've been in that home for 33 years. Yep. 33 years. And they've raised their children there. So everything that they've accumulated and now they have grandkids. So mm -hmm. they had stuff from their own children, yep. stuff from their grandchildren, stuff that they've accumulated. They had a entire garage. He's a um, he works with wood and stuff like that. So by, by, not by trade, by like by hobby, but a lot. And you and I've worked with a lot of these shops, these, these he shops that are just loaded yeah. with equipment, Yeah, hundreds of tools so much and explain to them. Cause you have a whole team of people now that work just with that to get it packed up and purged out or just packed and moved period, which yes. is undertaking. So we go in and we, Make sure that we're decluttering, working with the homeowner to say, is this something that you need? Then we pack, you know, a lot of these people are going from, you know, 3,000, 5,000, 5, 6,000 square foot homes mm -hmm. to 1,500. Right. So where are we putting that? What are I we know. doing with that? And managing how and what we can take with us. And then on top of that, people are getting carpet installed. They're getting their house repainted because they haven't done that in 20 plus years. You know, the current project we have right now, they're getting the roof done. So we have painters there. We have carpet installers. We have roofers. We have my team. So it can be an absolute circus. And then reassuring the homeowner, don't worry, this is all going to happen. And making sure that they're okay. Because once again, that fear of how is this all going to happen? And then going from scared and overwhelmed to excitement, like they start to see the end mm -hmm. and the light at the end of the tunnel. And then all of a sudden, the transformation of the homeowners is one of my favorite parts because mm -hmm. they get excited. OK, this is going to happen. We're going to move. We have a new place now. We don't have to manage all this other stuff anymore. Right. So that, and that's where we have really found a niche where we can manage this entire thing. You know, any contractors, even exterior, like we had foundation issues at one, we mm -hmm. had landscaping. Had water mean, intrusion and had to have the whole thing framed out with a week oh, yeah. an outside contractor, but your crew came in uh, because you do have that capacity. You have a crew that can come in and do a lot of, shall I say, understudy general contracting work. You know, the right. the laundry list of things that you don't necessarily need a GC on, but somebody needs to do it. It's yeah. an elevated handyman is what I'll say. Absolutely. Concierge, high, yeah. high level, high level. We so can't get it done. We know somebody that can. Correct. And we facilitate all of that to make sure that they are able to walk out the door with confidence. Mm -hmm. They know their house is looking the best it possibly can. Mm -hmm. And you know, that we're getting the best value that we can. Absolutely. So we've got the existing homeowner who's been in their home for 20 plus years. The other big, I would say there's two big pools of um, the population moving right now. The other one is where we're dealing with trusts and estates. 
Let's talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that because it's not that we're working with the direct homeowner or elder that may be in assisted living or sadly has passed on, but we're dealing with a family. Um, and a, there's that there's a large faction there of management just dealing with the value base of what they may have or what they think may be valuable and how we get this house purged out. So explain to them what this looks like in terms of an estate or trust situation where a family is selling the family home. Well, I think that involves, that can involve the children. Mm -hmm. Um, It can involve aunts, uncles, array of different family members. But I think once, I think everybody's scared because they have to get the house sold. There's a lot of stuff that needs to happen to make that um, to the point that they can get it sold. Mm -hmm. So they're dealing with the trust and making sure that all the paperwork is done on their end. And then we're coming in and I think everybody has to see that something is going to happen here. And once our team walks in and we're able to take control and show them the steps that need to happen Mm -hmm. and that that is happening, that we're showing up every day, that we're on time, that we're checking boxes, you know, this laundry list of stuff that needs to happen. All of a sudden, everybody starts to have a level of comfort there. And mm-hmm. that they know that there is an end game here. They know right. that they're get taken to the end and we're there to hold their hand and make sure that they understand uh, the process. Right. Because that planning, right. I mean, there's got to be, you're always saying, and you, I'm so grateful to have you in this role. There's got to be a driver on yeah. your project site and there has to be somebody driving that ship um, because things just fall to the wayside and collapse and, the momentum is lost without a driver, right? Yeah. Uh, and the family is a bit overwhelmed because they've got a life, they've got careers, they've got children, they've got a whole other, they don't even know where to begin, you know, in terms of where does the stuff go? How do we manage it? So we do have a very well-oiled machine in terms of a formula and it's um, customized, shall I say, that's why we use the word concierge. We customize the team behind the story to determine mm-hmm. what the best outcome will be. That includes identifying what's going to go into storage that the family can dip into at a later point. Um, dividing and conquering when it comes to family members. We've done um, solution-based thinking around delegating, uh, for instance, a pod for each family member. So we have a place to put this stuff and then they have so many months to go through it before the family no longer is paying for the storage, right? So it's out yeah. of the space. The key here is A, clearing out the space so we can sell it and B, where does the stuff go and C, sourcing out resources that will maybe help them sell something that has value. Right. Mm-hmm. So and also a dumpster yeah. too. I yes. mean, I feel like a lot of people have stuff that's either broken or stained or can't be fixed. And where does that go? Um, everybody says, oh no, we're not going to need a dumpster. And then they start going through this stuff. Well, they have a broken bike or they have this or they have that. Where is that going? There's mm-hmm. always a huge pile in every single home that we do that has to go somewhere. Remember the Yadina project and they thought, oh, we won't even need to use one dumpster. And how many did you go through? Three. Uh-huh. Three full dumpsters yeah. of stuff. Yep. They just don't realize. And they were in the home for over 30 years as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a thing. 
So your team has grown substantially. TCP, the closing phase has, gosh, is it double? Double the size that it was a year ago because of the staffing needs. Yes. And we've done over a hundred homes in less than two and a half years. So we've, we've really grown and there's that need um, of somebody, like you had said, taking control of a situation because somebody wants to move and they want to downsize, but how am I going to get there? So we're an investment, but we're also a counselor. We're also, Mm -hmm. you know, managing emotions. We're also, you know, making sure that things are happening and working with contractors so that homeowner can, like you had said, continue to work. They can feel like they can do what they need to do. And then we help them get to where they're going to be. And time is money. So all by there's a cost to do business. People underestimate every single time the price tag comes in for a project like this. I'm like, oh, I'll do it myself. And those that choose that path are like, what was I thinking? I should have never, (laughs) ever done this. So we'll use, um, we've shown the uh, 20 years in five days, the Huntington project. We'll Mm -hmm. use that as an example and throw that up. Um, That was a sell because they were, they found their home. We had to get them on the market and we wanted to do it while they were out of the country. Mm -hmm. And we literally turned a 22 years and three days before the stagers came in. So let's just yeah. give them an example of what that means because there's before and afters. You walk into a certain square footage like that. Um, what does that um, team look like and what's the cost to do business? Let's just share with people how that works. Well, usually when we start a project, I do a walkthrough to kind of see what volume we're dealing with and how much stuff, you know, do they have kids? Do they have pets? You know, smells are a real thing for buyers to walk in And, you know, I'm a dog lover myself, but to Mm -hmm. walk in and smell a dog or to smell a cat, Mm -hmm. you know, that can be very overwhelming and and it can deter buyers. So getting Mm -hmm. in there and seeing what needs to happen. And then I have many different team members. I mean, I think honestly, what I love about my job the most is my team. Yeah, Everybody has a skill. Yeah. Everybody has a skill set. And I have from 10 to 12 people that I pull from into projects that can help do different things. Um, And, and just going through maybe things that they've kept for so many years, you know, they have teenagers, but they still have the baby clothes. Right. So going (laughs) through all that stuff, you know, baby bikes, and once again, they're teenagers. So getting rid of that stuff and then turning that home, in such a short amount of time was, yes, it was challenging. And then we had three cats mm-hmm. at that house and making yep. sure that the cats weren't leaving yeah. while the team was in and out. Um, yeah. That was challenging, but we made but it happen. And everybody made it was- happen. And yeah. it's the little things that go along with it because there is a real element of not only organization with the things they're keeping, because in many cases, the family's still living in the home until we're closed. So it's creating a purging experience, a packing experience. You do all these things. You purge, you pack, you dump, you help sell if necessary. And then more importantly, the deep cleaning and the outcome. So when the staging team comes in, you've got this fresh palette. The outcome is so valuable. Let's put a number on that. Had we not, that was a million dollar listing. Had we gone in and not done that work, 
and oh. it would have been lucky to break 650 probably. That's no lie. No lie. Uh-huh. Uh, because- it's a game changer. It's hundreds of thousands of dollars to the client. Yeah. In cases. Yeah, yeah. And a clean home. I think people think that they live in a clean home, but they're living in that home. Right. You know, I mean, they really live. They have kids in and out. They have pets in and out. They have sports. They have, you know, hobbies. They have whatever is going on in their life and they don't see it. So I can walk in and know, okay, even when a buyer would open the refrigerator, you know, making sure the refrigerator is clean and decluttered and closets are clean and decluttered and, you know, a bathroom, a utility room, Mm -hmm. making sure that they can see themselves living there. And then walking through the home and saying, wow, it just smells so clean in here. I mean, I remember one project where the house had a million different smells, but we had walked in. Um, That was, I believe it was Martha's project and she had lived there and she had a handicapped husband who had passed Mm -hmm. away. And, and, you know, just going in there um, when we finished with that project, the buyers came in and had wrote a letter. We can't believe how well you have maintained this house for so many years. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we really bring it up to speed to make sure that people walk in and it's fresh, it's ready to go. It's, move in ready. Absolutely. I think that we live now in an environment where people really the H I call it the HGTV experience. Oh, and it 100%. doesn't matter what the price point is. Uh, people walk in and they really want to feel like they've walked into Pottery Barn or our yeah. restoration hardware and they want to feel like it's theirs. Mm-hmm. And anything that does any kind of connection to its past and doesn't have that like model ready experience is a deterrent um, to the sale of a any home, any property yeah. any longer. It's really a brilliant, it, brilliant. So where did you just really quick before, you know, we close out the storytelling, Megan, where did you come up with the idea? Um, you know, it's kind of morphed itself from a lot of different things. I mean, I've always been really organized. I've always loved to help other people. Um, I've always been able to manage different things. And so um, over the years when I've remodeled homes or, you know, we went through the pandemic and then I did my own home. And then um, I just decided I wanted to do something like this. I have a real estate background. So I, I knew that people needed help getting to this spot because I've helped family and friends. And when my grandparents went through this process, my grandmother was in the nursing home and then my grandfather did too. Um, and I have family in real estate as well. They had to manage that. And it was very difficult because it was our own family. Right. So I think seeing how difficult it was for my own family, um, gave me the idea to want to go in and do something like this. And then it's really transformed itself into interior exterior transformations. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are the concierge, we can handle whatever needs to handle because I'm not emotionally involved. I can walk in and I can remove myself from that emotional aspect of it and I can handle it. And then whatever emotion is going on with the seller, the homeowners, right? you know, I can hold their hand and let them know that it's going to be okay. Because after doing over a hundred homes, <laughs> I don't think there's an emotion we have not seen. That's right. Um, 
I don't think right. there's a smell we haven't smelled. I don't think there's, <laughs> um, you know, junk we haven't seen. I don't think there's anything that overwhelms us. Um, you know, I mean, we've done from 3.5 million all the way down to 400,000 and mm. the emotions are the same. It doesn't matter what the price point is. It's really just helping them with whatever situation they're in and then getting them to that next phase. And that's where um, I think the name itself was something that I really worked with my mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. She was the one that came up with that particular. Oh, wow, really? That's and I think, cool. yeah, it was, it, it's really, it's really very fitting because we are taking each family and we are bringing them in to the next phase of their life. We are helping them with the phase they're in. Yep. We're helping them with the move. Um, that's another big thing too, being there to help manage the move um, with the movers is something that helps the homeowner because they don't have to manage the move. Wait, right. where does this go? How does this work? Right. You know, I'm here to say that's the living room, that's the kitchen. And that takes that weight off the homeowners of being in the garage, making sure that the truck arrives, making sure that they know what elevator to go up, you know, moving into the Calhoun beach club was another challenging one yeah. <laughs> because you're bringing everything up an elevator. Right. So, you know, um, yeah, the, the whole elevator piece, that's a whole other conversation, right? But it has to be done right? sometimes. That's a whole other conversation. That's right. perfect. Uh, that is a perfect segue to the why behind the closing phase. It's really, it truly emulates um, what you do every single day, Megan. It's such a valuable, valuable resource. And you made one comment there that I want to make sure everybody knows about with the closing phase. It's not just the front end work. It's the back end. Your chronological order of packing is like nothing short of brilliant. You literally know where every single item is in every single box. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but you unpack people if they'll, um, you know, take that service on. You'll actually put people's homes together on the back end. Yeah. So yes. the phase of moving in the transition, you will meet them there, not only manage the move, but then on, your team will unpack them and get them settled into their new space, which is a rarity. Like there's very few people that I know that offer that service. I don't think I yeah. know anybody off the top of my mind except you. So in doing so, you can actually unpack an entire home in like under five days. Yes. Five days. Think and about we that. Have. <laughs> I know you have. We, we did one when the whole family went to Florida for the week. We packed them, moved them and unpacked them. How so, awesome would that be, everybody? Can you imagine? Go on vacation and your house is packed, moved, and unpacked for you. Now, granted, you might have to get used to where everything's at, but the work is done and probably yeah. better than you and an individual could do it because you're so darn organized, Megan. Well, <laughs> thank you, Carrie. Megan, that's brilliant. So, TCP, everybody, the closing phase, Megan McWhite Kellner a gift most certainly. And it's an honor to have you as part of our collaboration team. I rely on you so much, Megan, and I'm so grateful every single day. Thank you so much. Thank you, Carrie Ann. I'm grateful for you as well. And the team that you have, it's excellent. Thank you. Thank you. You have a beautiful day, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Fly the Coop. Be sure you subscribe to the show and leave us a review. I sure would appreciate it. We'll see you next time in the coop.